0: Welcome to this week's edition of Tuesdays with Torah with Rabbi Meir Bodner. Every week we'll explore some Torah values that will help us grow, understand, and be more successful in our lives and relationships. We try to hone in on subjects and ideas that are not readily known or available and explore and enlighten them through our Torah scholars of past and present to get a better understanding of what the Torah wants from us and how we can greatly enhance our lives, Goals and relationships with others and Hashem. We welcome your comments and suggestions, and we'll try to incorporate them in our show. Here's Rabbi Bodner. Hope you enjoy. Okay, Shalom Aleichem. Welcome everybody to Tuesdays with Torah. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. Tonight's share is dedicated by our very own Chaim and Sarah Shore for. All oh do I have to read this? Yeah. For all that the rough does, for his Talmudim slash Kihila. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Very nice of you. you. Mitsashem, this this dedication should bring you much shlacha, bracha, a lot of parnasa. You should as I say you should kill it. Um okay. (laughs) So you like that one, huh? (laughs) Um okay. So tonight's share, we're talking about we're up to a section in the um, in the Peleotes about Kavura. Again, it's oh, welcome, 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 Ruvain, welcome back, um, w- welcome to our Chassid welcome back. Um, just a couple of announcements next, and anybody out there who wants to come join, we are having in the show Thursday night. Um, Mishmar with Rabbi Pessin. Yes. Rabbi Aaron Pessin. He is a guest speaker from Eretz Yisrael, and somebody offered that he was in in town, and I, I grabbed him. He's um, an amazing, I enjoyed him very much. Amazing speaker, and speaking for a short time, we got him to come Thursday night, so 9 o'clock. We're starting. I guess 9:30. He'll he'll probably be starting. So it's very worth worth to come. 621 Hicksville Road. Anyone out out there that wants to join? Thursday night side entrance. Okay. Uh, Pelios is talking about Gavura and um, it's not a coincidence. Yeah, it's not a coincidence that. Um, I mean, you could join. You could. You could. I mean, you have a nice. You have. You have a gorgeous face, but. Um, I'm just—if you wanted to know if you were in it or not—that's uh, okay. So the pelio is talking about gevura, and it's not a coincidence that this week's parsha is talking about uh, gevura, the gevura of a I'm going I'm to bring that in, but it's amazing. Um, so he says as follows: He says, "What is gevura? What is strength? We all want a strength. We came here tonight to get stronger. We came from the gym um, and we strengthened our biceps and our pecs um, and our." Um, six packs, and uh, <laughs> this guy makes fun of me. Um, but <laughs> but uh, we want to strengthen our Gavura, our real strength. What is real strength? Yitzroy. Somebody who is able to withstand. Somebody who is able to um, not answer back when their wives uh, say something. That, you know, they know that their wife is. Had a hard day and is frustrated and is uh, having you know just needs somebody to take it out on, right? Every day, I'll never. Okay, that. so it's every day. So what? Just hard to calm down. Right. So. <laughs> to relax? So yeah. After so knew, by not telling saying, her, and and but not only you, your friend, right? Your friend makes a joke. That's a corny joke, right? And instead of saying, you hold it back. <laughs> <laughs> Not him. I don't know anyone in particular. Uh, um, I didn't say. A, I didn't say. A, I didn't say a punny joke. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, moving right on. So um, it's it's that's what Giber is. Giber is to, to do the things that are difficult for us to do, and yet we persevere and we do it. That creates strength, and that so and that makes our strength grow and grow. Um, So how do we get to it? So he says as follows. He says that um, when when you're confronted, he says first of all, when you're confronted with a challenge and you're able to keep on doing what you think is right, that automatically, that buffs your muscles. That automatically, that you do it once, you do it twice, it makes it easier the third time. It's very, very hard not to answer the first time. But you, you learn how to do it, you do it once or twice, you learn how to do that. Um, however, he says, there are some things that we have to be very, very cognitive of. And those are the things that we just seem very lackadaisical about. And th- those things, we, we're never going to grow because we don't realize it's such a big deal. Many, many things like that are like, i talking, I just said something, I just made fun, or just saying a, a, a joke about somebody. It's a joke, you're not saying anything bad, chas you're you're calling a, you're calling a big guy tiny, or right? That's a lot of anyone knows big guys that are called tiny. No. <coughs> I do. No, tiny guy, tiny. Right? Um, <laughs> you know the tall guy is a shrimp. You know whatever. No big. It's like come on, it's no big deal. Um, another thing that we do. So those things you're never going to grow. We have to be very very cognitive of. Uh, another thing that we do, he says, um, is that we we don't talk so clean. I'm not saying you know people Nobody here says you know starts using those words, and uh, but they'll use things that are not. They'll talk not so clean, and it's just something that we become so used to. It's just it's just natural, right? Another thing people say, I, I don't know if you ever. I, I swear to God, swear to God, you know, like I'm saying it just an example, right? I'm not swearing, to you, right? I but saying I swear to God. Is, is a uh, big iser? It's your, are you very, you're just saying, you don't really, first of all, if chas Hashem, you're, you're mistaken, and you make a mistake and you said "I swear to God, that's, that's really bad. But even not, it's shu'a it's, uh, shuv. It's a shu'a using Hashem's name as shuv. Mm-hmm. And people are just, you know, a lax, very, very lax in it. So these things are, um, are very important. Another example he uses, now this is the Pelleyites, mm-hmm. Who was 200? I always like uh, I always say this, but it's, it's everything he says is relevant today, maybe in a different form. But he says people waste inordinate amounts of time on just nothingness, right? Do we all <coughs> know what we mean now? Right? It's very, very pertinent, right, to us. We just waste how much I'm like i couldn't believe I saw this like because this is something which our dark struggles like we're talking about I, ne- I never thought that in in Europe two hundred and forty years ago, that struggle on wasting time what what are they wasting time on on their they're hoeing their their gardens and their, what are they, what are they doing but yeah, they had their stuff, and we have our stuff. We definitely have it a lot harder because we have whatsapp status, yeah. and um you know that's and everybody's competing to be do. Something funnier, something crazier, something wackier, and everybody, you know, is is uh, is looking at you know, status. So it's it's uh, you know Facebook uh, posts and LinkedIn posts and uh, everything is everyone's putting it on, and it doesn't stop. It's constant. So people are trying to outdo the other one, and you could spend the whole day just staring at your phone, looking at at uh, Instagram and looking at different wow, different things and. And a lot of them are interesting, and and trust me, they're a lot better than going on other sites that are out there. But the uh, the downfall is is that because they're mutter, there's nothing else about them, right? You know, to see a uh, and mutter things we we waste so much time. If it was usher, like we would stay away from it. But if it's mutter, sort of right, it's just. We waste so much time and in our business, in our learning. Wasting time? Is, yeah, there is, there is, but it's sort of much. It's nothing. You're not seeing anything else, sir, Right? There's, it's, uh, you know, mm. you take out. It's bittol Torah, it's bittol Zman, it's bittol your your bit relationships. How much times? How many people do you see? Go go to a restaurant. we were just talking about a new restaurants, see. So. But I always like to look look around. You know, I look at myself also. I'm not only looking at other people. I look at myself as well. But you look around, you see how many people are coming out spending 250 bucks on 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 a dinner they're not obviously they're not spending it on the on the food because they can make the same food for much cheaper right we're not stupid we're spending it on the uh, ability to connect or to or to have just a nice chilling time right and uh, with somebody and, and when you knew Shere was 150 a sponsor right <laughs> that's for everyone can you imagine two people you know so, or, or 75 for two people. Right. So there you go. Sharon. Exactly. <laughs> so so Some we waste <laughs> so much time. We're wasting, we're, we're, we're messing up our, our not messing, we're, we're hurting our relationships. We're hurting our, our times that we could do Torah, our things that we can look up. We can read so many different things. And it doesn't have to be, you want to go online, you like your phone, go to H.com. It's amazing. You'll, just try it. You want to spend time there? No problem. Go to TorahAnyTime.com. Just t- take a small share. You know, like they say, podcast. the podcast, right? This great podcast, stories inspire. There's, uh, there's uh, so many different good podcasts, right? This is uh, Tuesdays with terror on podcast. Yeah. Yes. So there's so many different things that that we could do online. That that we have to really work on. Work on this. This is something that. That w- it's much harder to work on. We do avera. We say, "Oh my gosh, what I do? I did avera." But this is something which the pellayit says it's 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 even harder. It's and this gives you strength to say, "I'm weak in this," to realize our weaknesses. That's the first step to get gaining strength. And, and this is very important. You otherwise know, we have right. Otherwise, you're in denial. Or and and this is very very important, by the way, is for uh, you know people who are who are who are ready. <laughs> a lot of. A lot of the guys are ready to go into relationships and, and in a relationship also. If you don't realize, right, that you have a problem to work on something, right, we, we, we don't. And for all the Bachem that, you know, when, and, and girls, whoever it is that are, are getting married, right, one of the important things is, is, to, is to acknowledge things that need to be working on it, you know. Like, you know, you can't say... What was it? What we were we saying before? You can't say what. It, what is it bothering you for? You know, you can't. You have to learn that it is bothering you and how you how you can work on it. So the first step is is realizing that you know this is an issue. This is an issue. I'm I'm spending too much time. I'm pressing the the time. Um, what's that thing called on the phone that you have time limits? I My mean, kids have that, and just they're always pressing the extend time limits by how long? Fifteen minutes, half hour. Uh, forever, boom, you know. Uh, right. So, uh, so that's um, so that's something that that's very important. Okay. The uh, the uh, also the Bnei says that in olden times we used to light. This is exactly amazing, and it was said years ago. But even those times, in olden times, we used to light the menorah outside. Why do we light outside? To stop from the influences for, from coming in. So we lit outside, right? And the shtetl had, you know, it was the, you come home, it was to kedusha to to Harry, your parents and you you, you spoke about uh, values and Yiddishkeit, and then outside there was the goyim and there was the influences. There was the Haskalah, there was a, all those things. The winds of of change were blowing. So, we lift the menorah outside. He says, nowadays, the minute change. It says, Nehru issue Beisai. The main mitzvah change. We bring it inside because nowadays, the influences could be from inside our houses, right? Through the, through the medium of, uh, of, of electronic. So, that's very, very important. And we have to um, work very, very hard on this. Um, the Rizal says that... Um, oh, so, we getting back to this, okay? So, the, 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 one of the important ways that we grow is by realizing that every little fight that we have, he says, is one step closer, is our is one more um, set that we lifted. <coughs> so, one more step in the ladder. One more step in the ladder and one more, one more um, rep that you uh, you pump. So, the Chafetz Chaim... He used to say, you know, who, like when you think about the Chavz Chaim, we think, Chavz Chaim, he didn't have no time. He's the guy, he was an angel, he was a tzaddik, like, <coughs> but he used to say, he used to tell people that the, uh, <laughs> that, that every morning, he says, the Yetzirah used to come to him, and he probably got up 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, and, and cold and rotten, it was, it was snowing, get up, you know, to learn. And every morning the to her would come to him and say to him, what, what are you what are you pushing? Sleep you're getting your older man. Come on, stay a little bit longer. Sleep you need to sleep. It's not healthy, it's cold out there. So what he used to uh he used to he used to say, like, come on, it's a so he used to tell the aid her, he says, Why should I not get up? You're up. You got up to do your job, right? You're here, bright and early. Right. So so if you have a job, why shouldn't I have a job? It wasn't actually <laughs> very, yeah. <laughs> yeah. very cool answer. And and what I like about the story is he brings the story up. I liked about the story is that hey, the Chabz Chaim really had to fight him. Like, you know, he didn't just tell him No one's exempt. Well yeah, yeah, I'm flying up because I'm the Chabz Chaim. No. He had to he had to he had to fight him, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's, if he can fight him, we can also. The Rizal says that there's nothing greater in Shemaim that one who's mice and nefesh If when every time we fight and we don't do it, um, it's it's the greatest. It's the greatest thing. And the Gur writes that a uh, time that we're mice and nefesh, then then there is no pain. He says there's two kinds of meis nefesh. The Gur says there's mice nefesh for for your Mice nefesh. Somebody comes to you and says, you know, you know kill somebody else, or do a vayda and we let ourselves be killed. And then there's the maishin uh, nefesh the of every day that we're doing something. So he says that when you're maishin and you die, you do not have any pain. So he says, he says well, you're not gonna, we're not going to find this out. But he says the raya is from Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, right? We all know was one of the Sarah uh, hurgem and he was his skin was raked, was ripped from him, from his face, right? Uh, no, he actually he was raked with um, iron. The, the, the ripping was Rabbi um, I believe, the one that was they ripped out his skin. But Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva, they raked his skin with with uh, rakes of, of hot iron. And wa, sir, Right, whatever. You know. And when he, this was happening, he was talking to his Talmud. He was telling him the whole thing. He's saying, "I'm saying Shema," and they said, "How can you say Shema now?" And he's telling him a whole story while he's being, He says, physically, you, when you something like that's happened, you're screaming, you know, in tremendous pain. Usually, what happens is the body puts you out. You faint when that happens because you, you, your body can't handle it. So, but but if you're not till you faint, you're screaming in tremendous pain. So if that's if that's that's what usually happens, how is it possible he's just smoozing, Like you know, he's telling, he's the answer is the great says there is no pain. There's Hashem takes away the pain. That part you could do with a clear mind when that happens. But he says he goes further to say is that even when we think when we're, when we're doing being my nefesh and we're living and we're thinking, you know, how am I not going to do that? How am I going to be miser nefesh, and I'm going to forgive that person? I know a, a person that, um, his own family, right, his own family put him in jail. They uh, were miser on him, whatever, and and uh, was somewhat of a family member, right? Imagine that, you know, so like, I would never broach a subject to forgive the person. I mean, a little bit, I tried a little bit, Like, like, what do you gain... You know, uh, let's just buy God. Hashem, if you're gonna punish them, why do you have to, you know, let it go? Invite them for the chasinists and stuff like that. But, uh, it's not working out so well, yet. Uh, needless to say, I, you know, I don't think I would do the same, but that's a, that's a very high madrega, you know, to somebody can do that. However, if somebody stoops so low, right, if we realize that everything's coming from Hashem, then it's, it's more doable. But yet, at the same point, that takes tremendous Gevorah. That takes tremendous. So he says, he says that if you think that you're gonna do it you're gonna be in such pain, it's not, it's not true. You're not gonna be in such pain. Because Hashem gives a special bracha that, that you can handle that. You can live with that. And, and the amazing thing it brings from, um, from, um, the, uh, it says, we say, this I heard, um, uh, from uh, Mansur, he brings down. He says that we say by Rachel, right? Rachel, Rachel, <coughs> Rachel was was on a bear, right? And Hashem says, "What's the words? Uh, uh, wipe your eyes from the tears. Don't worry, because we shovel And the says, "What does he say? Don't okay." So the major says that it's because of Rachel. Hashem is telling Rachel. You are the one that's going to cause oh, everyone to come back to, to, back to Yushalayim, back to the, the Mashiach should come. Why is she the one? So the answer is is because what did she do? She was Maizah Nefesh. But every, a, lot of, a lot of good of Maizah. Rabbi Kiva was Maizah Nefesh. What's so special about her? So he says that her Maizah Nefesh was different than anyone else. What was her Masiris Nefesh? She gave over her Husband, her husband, to marry her sister, right? And she would get this, would have to live for life sharing her husband with her sister, right? That's Masiris Nefesh. That's not, now, regular Masiris Nefesh is yes, you close your eyes, you say, I'm never going to do Avadizara, kill me, I don't care, I'm not going to be Avadizara a, a, a or wherever the guy wants, and you die. Boom. Sometimes it could be a few minutes death, uh, but it's it's over, right? She had to constantly live with the fact of her husband. She's sharing her husband with her sister. Older she her oldest. She could have just said, "I'm not giving. He's meant for me. I, I don't care. You're embarrassed. Why? I can't live my whole life like that." She had the tremendous strength of doing that. Then it's because of her that that's why the, the uh, Hashem is going to bring back and the different... Um, very Israel brings down from this week's parsha. Talking about this week's parsha, that when it says, it says that chukas, zoys chukas, the Rashi says that all the generate, all the dirus are going to make fun of us. That we're going to tell us, "Ha, you guys, you don't even know." I asked you for the reason why uh, you have to do, um, you know, uh, kosher. You can't eat pig. Nobody knows the reason. People say it's because of. Uh, you know, but they, nobody, it's healthy and it's brought down, and, uh, and science does say. But there's a lot of healthy uh, bacon also. That's also very, you saw so the fat on that bacon that's pretty unhealthy too. But, uh, you know, so, so we don't know the reason. But we do it because Hashem says, right? And you're not even supposed to say, right? I think the Chinuch says, you're not supposed to say, you're not supposed to say, oh, I hate bacon. It's disgusting. It's gross. No, I love bacon. Look, it smells so good. Ah, that smell. I would love, no, it smells good. If I'm not on a diet, if I could afford it, if I, you know, if I could be thin like you, you know, then I would like it. But, yeah, but you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, no, it's delicious. I'm not eating it, not because it's disgusting. Because Hashem said, don't eat it. I would love it. I would love a sirloin steak. Right? But you, could say I, I to you so could say I right. heard that you could say that thing as Jewish yeah. Jewish? Yeah. yeah, I would like I would like um, oh, yeah. girls maybe uh um, whatever. You could yeah. say a yeah. step uh, further uh, and say I'm not gonna be in a position said and it's disgusting to me now because I should Oh, that's fine. That's a different Madriga. but but that's that's what you're supposed to say. So therefore right? So that's what that's so the Goyim are gonna say. This week's parish says the guy is going to say, "What are you guys? You guys don't even know why you're doing it. Like you're ridiculous." They're going to make fun of us, and that's going to be our choik. That's going to be our specialty. And and the דבר Yisrael says that that when we do that, we sustain choik is is a, is a um, terminology of sustenance of parnasa. We give Hashem parnasa. He says we give Hashem parnasa by what's his parnasa by. When he sees that he is so proud of us that we do things in the face of the game, even though we're, we're, we're made fun of and we're jeered at and we don't know what we're doing and we do it anyway, it's hard, right? Especially uh, somebody goes and we look funny. We go to the vacation, we can't go to a beach, or if we go, we uh, bring our wives in and they're all covered up and, and or ever. And uh, it looks like it, it's funny looking. Why are we dressing like that in, in the summer when everybody else is. Is is there's no clothes on them, right? So we, and we are, you know, our women are, are dressed beautifully, sneeze. Sometimes it can be like we're so different, you know. Why are we doing that? Sometimes we want to fit in more, but we don't. We 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 stand up in the face of adversity and we say, no, this is who we are, and we we're strong in it. Then that's something. Which which creates our growth and, and, and creates the parnass of Hashem and if I, obviously he doesn't say it but if, if we give Hashem Parnas, he's gonna he's gonna let it come back at us that's uh, that's very important okay so I would like to end with this amazing story um, about that brings this home of, of what we're doing in life is is, is, is not just not just for, for here and now the uh, there was a fellow his name was uh, his name was James James Tyler James Tyler uh, not not a Jewish fellow, but James Tyler was a expert boat craftsman, and he was employed by the greatest yacht yacht maker in the world, and they made boats for um, for the the sheiks, the the most the highest the highest echelon of society. When the, those yachts are you know are, are you know 150 feet with swimming pools and and everything on it, and a lot of little boats on top of it, and helicopters. And those, those are the kind of yachts that this company made, and they did very, very well. One, them one day, what? Them no, no No, no. <laughs> yes. One day, one day, one day he comes into his boss, and he says to his boss, mm. I worked very, very hard for 20 years. Um, I've ignored my wife and kids. I've been flying around, you know, building in Spain and wherever it is. Um... I made so much money. I, you were very good to me. I made so much money. I have plenty of money put away. I'm retiring. He says you're 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 fi- you're 45 years old. What what are you what are you retiring? He says because exactly. I want to live. I want to I want to grow my kids. I I I want to I want to have a life with my family. And I can't have a life with this kind of life. There's no way. It's not. I can't work part time here. <clears throat> I'm in it. When I'm making that yacht. I'm um, I'm overseeing. Um, I mean, he's, he's not actually doing it, but he's there on top of them and making sure every single detail and showing them what to do. He was an expert, expert, expert. He says, when I'm doing this, I, it's no day, no night. It's, it's, uh, it's, there's no life. So the guy says, okay, I get you. All right, throw me a number. What do you want? He goes, no, no, it's not a number. Boss. He says, it's not a number. He says, I really, I want to spend the time. He says, you know, listen, You know that you are, uh, you know that. You know that you're really our company. You're really, your name really travels all over. One of the reasons they come to us is because of you, James. And and, uh, I appreciate that and I recognize that. And I figure that one day this day is going to come. And I'm willing and ready to offer you partnership. Um, You know, tell me, let's, let's tell me when we can sit down and work out the details. So he says, thank you very much. I, uh, I'm tempted, but no, I made up my mind. I'm not, I, I'm living my life. I have the money. I'm not, I'm not that type that needs, you know, I, I want my family to know who I am. No. Okay, so the guy, the, the boss says, okay, James, if that's really what you want to do, I can't stop you. Of course you can't stop him. But what I, I'm going to ask you one favor. He says, I have a design of a new yacht that this is a super duper yacht that we're going to save for somebody really, really big. But it's our last, it's going to be our trophy. I want you to build this last yacht and and then I'm not going to bother you anymore. But just leave this mark on, on the company. He thinks about it, he says, you know what? Okay, you're pushing me, I'll do it. No problem. Comes home, he tells his wife, I'm doing it, I quit, but I, I need another eight months another eight months, I'll be here, I'm back, I'm just, I, I gave it to him, he was very good to me, <coughs> we were you re- know, standing relationship, I want to do this for them, so she said, okay, fine, eight months, I can, I can last, so he went to Spain, and it was in the waters of Spain, they were building this in the shipyards over there, and they were building it, but he was anxious, he knew that he was on the way out, he was anxious to go, so he builds it really, really fast. And instead of taking eight months, so what he decides to do is you know he's out of here he's gone he's one foot out the door, he says yeah it's a beautiful yacht it's it's gorgeous it's something really special, but I'm gonna start just to do a fast he's not looking over when the when the workers didn't do things exactly right he didn't make them do it over, he you know he says okay you know what it works it's gonna I don't care if in six months the guy is gonna start to sprout a leak. You know, it's, it looks good, it's passable, it's passable. It didn't have the James Taylor uh, signature on it, and it was not close, but... And he did this with the whole boat, the whole ship. He just let things pass. It was good, it flop, flop, flop. You know, if you look closely, you could see things didn't match up exactly. But, um, you know, like the contract there in my house, but... Uh, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it worked, it's good, you know? So it's cheap, it's good, it's fine, it's fast. He came home after five and a half months. And he was very happy. He came home. He comes back to his boss. He goes, see that? I did, I did a fast. I did exped- expedite my last thing. He says, You're Why'd you expedite? Why would you expedite? He says, you know, yeah, yeah that's, that's not like you. He goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry, it's good. You'll sell it. You'll make a nice profit. He goes, um, there's something we wanted to tell you. And he calls his partner in. And he says, uh, yeah, what, 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 no, I'm leaving. What do you want? I said, no, 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 we know you're leaving. But what you did for our company was something special. So what we decided is that super duper boat that you just built is yours. You built it for yourself. Here's your keys. He took the keys in his hand and he felt miserable. He said, I... Are you serious? He says, "Yes. We want this. We want this to be yours. This is our going-away present. This is our, our Montblanc uh, pen that you know people retire. You know, get. This is the yacht of the century. You're gonna have that. You're gonna take your kids. You're gonna grow up with your kids on that yacht. You can live. You don't need a. You can go all around the world with this yacht, and you'll really get to know them. Not like. And he realizes what did he do. He." just could have built the yacht he could have spent another two months built his signature yacht he would have had that yacht that beautiful yacht for the rest of his life and, and now he's, he has some shoddy material and it's gonna be months you know when you do something's bad it takes a lot longer to fix it up than, than if you did it right the first time right and I see the contractors here shaking their heads right so um, yeah and, and that's true and that's like in life also this my friends, is a muscle We've changed the story a little bit about, but this is a muscle that the Medjish brings of our life. This is our life. We're down here. We have our eight months, or 80 years, right, to build our ship. Our ship is the guru that we build, that we strengthen ourselves. That's going to be our ship that we're going to retire on. We have a choice. We can do it fast. We can do a hop, plop, plop. Or we could put our time, put our energy, put our strength into it, make it better, make it stronger, make it last, make it beautiful, make it great. Or we could just get it over with. That's the message today. of that Of, of uh, we let us build our ship. It should be beautiful. It should be amazing, and we should enjoy it. Uh, the Talmud Sheik comes, and we got to come back off our ship. What happened to James Taylor? He retired with a bad ship. He had.